Welcome to the Porn Free, Shame Free podcast, produced by Caleb Micah Ministries. We hope God uses this resource to help you pursue freedom found only in Jesus. Welcome back to the Porn Free, Shame Free podcast. Um, I'll be your host, Josh Proctor, um, as we walk through another episode today. Um, On today's episode, we're going to talk about is sex in the context of marriage and how God wants it to come out of a heart of faithfulness and how God wants uh, to use that um, in a selfless fashion. So if you've been walking with us on the podcast, the last time um, we talked about the fact that sex is an act of worship to a holy God um, when it takes place in the context of marriage between husband and wife. We also talked about the fact that um, it's an act of intimacy, like deep intimacy. And so when there is deep relational, emotional intimacy going on outside the bedroom between husband and wife, that that intimacy then is experienced um, physically in a sexual relationship between that husband and wife. And today we're going to look at this idea is what does it mean for the husband and wife to be faithful to one another? We'll also talk about faithfulness in the context of singleness. And we're also going to look at Selflessness. So, um, last time on the podcast, we looked at Genesis chapter 2, verse 24 and 25. And so I want to go back to Genesis chapter 2, verse 24. Again, if you're new to us on the podcast, we're a faith-based podcast. We believe the best way um, to pursue freedom from things like pornography or other aspects of sexual sin or um, to pursue freedom from things like shame that come from sexual sin is found in the person of Jesus um, and the truths of the Bible. And so the Bible is divided up into two parts, the Old Testament and the New Testament. And so the first book that I referenced today in the book of Genesis comes from the Old Testament. It's actually the first book in the Bible. It talks about when God was creator of the earth. And you know, as we mentioned on our last podcast, to believe in a God as creator does not mean that you have to check your brain at the door. There are a lot of very intellectual, smart people who have written books. Um, One of the ones that I referenced was Sean McDowell um, and his dad, Josh McDowell, as they've done a lot of work on how you don't have to check your brain at the door to believe the Bible or to believe in things like that there is a God who created it. Um, So great resource for you to check out. But in Genesis chapter 2, verse 24, here's what it says. It says, For this reason, a man leaves his father and mother, cleaves to his wife, and they become one flesh. And the Gospels Jesus refers to this passage in the context of divorce. Now, I know a lot of people in our culture today um, either have been divorced themselves or they have people who are close to them, whether it be their own parents who've been divorced or grandparents who've been divorced, aunts, uncles, you know, friends, cousins, etc. And, and guys, we are a shame-free podcast, so we're not here to throw rocks at, at people who have been divorced. You know, I personally wrestled with a pornography struggle, you know, for a decade and a half. And so I don't throw rocks at people who struggle with sin because of that. Um, But we do believe the Bible teaches in multiple parts, in the Old Testament and the New Testament alike, that divorce is a sin. There are some allowances for divorce um, that Scripture does make in the context of unfaithfulness and in the context of abandonment. But this is not a podcast on you know, when is divorce okay or not okay, the idea is to talk about God's original intent for marriage. 
And if, if you're listening to this and it's just really hurting your heart because of your own marriage and how it broke up, or your parents' marriage, or your grandparents' marriage, I just want you to, to right off the bat hear me say, man, it just hurts my heart for you. Um, you might even want to go back and look at a podcast that we did on God's comfort. And so as you think about just that, you know, all the messiness of divorce and the pain that that causes, maybe listening to the podcast on God's comfort is something that would really bless you and minister your heart um, and just letting God love on you. But like the point I want to make today is when Jesus is talking about divorce and he talks about what, that it's wrong, one of the things he talks about is this verse in Genesis 2.24, the man leaves father and mother and then cleaves to his wife. It's idea now that they are, they are one. And this idea, as we talked about oneness in the last podcast, but it's this idea that you can't break that apart. In fact, Jesus says in the Gospels, what God has joined together, let no man put asunder. And the idea is that God wants the husband and wife to be faithful to each other in marriage, in all aspects of marriage, and then that faithfulness also extends into the bedroom to where they are faithful to one another sexually. And, you know, this idea of I'm not cheating on you with somebody else. My eyes are not for somebody else. I'm not emotionally bonded to someone else that I might be sexually attracted to. I'm not, you know, looking at porn or I'm not looking at other things online, i.e. Instagram pics or Facebook posts to arouse me. My eyes are for my spouse and my spouse only. I am going to be faithful to them. And when I'm faithful to them in the context of our relationship, that faithfulness extends into the bedroom. And what Jesus is talking about when he's like, what God has joined together, let no man put asunder. And so when those two become one in all aspects, but sexually, what God wants is that faithfulness to be demonstrated between both parties, the husband to the wife and the wife to the husband. Guys, we live in a culture where faithfulness is very much a lost art. And what, what Jesus very, very, very much wants for us is that we would be faithfully devoted to each other in marriage as husband and wife, and then faithfully devoted to each other in the context of sex. Now, I want to speak to the single person just real fast. So I have um, you know, family who are single, I have friends who are single, and there are things that I've learned from them, as I mentioned in the last podcast, I don't want to mention in this one. They really understand intimacy with Jesus, I think, in a way that I don't. But I also understand, I think they understand this faithfulness to Jesus in a way that I don't. Because if you are watching this and you're unmarried, what God's desire for you is to be faithful to Him, not in a sexual context. Because God doesn't want that type of relationship with us. He wants deep relational connection with us. But let's be clear. He wants us to abstain sexually from anything outside of the context of marriage between husband and wife. And that faithfulness will be to either God himself or to a future spouse if he gives it. I was actually with a student pastor this week um, who happens to be single and who happens to be happily single. And he talks about, he talked about the intimacy that he has with the Lord. He talks about the faithfulness that he's experiencing, his own faithfulness to God, and then God demonstrating that faithfulness to him. Guys, the idea is the purpose, one of the purposes of sex is faithfulness. 
whether I'm married or whether I'm not married. As a married person, faithful to my spouse, faithful to God. As a single person, faithful to God and faithful to my future spouse, if God so gives me that. But the second aspect of um, sex and marriage that I want to talk about today on the podcast is this idea of selflessness. So if I'm a follower of Jesus, Jesus tells us in the book of Mark, Mark uh, chapter 8, specifically in verses 34 and 35, it talks about the fact that if anyone wants to come after Jesus, he must deny himself, take up his cross, and follow him. Again, Mark, a book that's in the New Testament, and it's telling us about the person of Jesus, the Son of God, when he walked on the earth. But it doesn't just talk about denying self and taking up cross in Mark 8. It also talks about it in Luke chapter 9, verse 23, where it talks about, again, it's this idea of denying self, taking up cross, following Jesus. Also, in Philippians chapter 2, another book in the New Testament, the Apostle Paul writes about how Jesus did not consider equality with God something to be grasped, and he left heaven and he came to earth so that he could die for us, so that he could die for our sin, so that he could bear that sin on, you know, on himself on the cross, that he could rise from the dead, and anyone who places their faith in him, surrenders their life to him, can't experience forgiveness of sin. What a selfless act by Jesus for us. And then as followers of Jesus, what he wants to do is empower us to live that selfless life out. Well, guess what, guys? That includes sex. So when I'm married, when it comes to sex, I want to selflessly serve my spouse. Sometimes that might mean I need to abstain for a season. Sometimes that might mean actually in the act of making love that I'm not thinking about what I can get out of the experience. I'm thinking about how I can selflessly serve the spouse that God has given me. Sometimes in the context of something like masturbation, it's this idea to say it would kind of be selfish of me to engage in that act because God originally intended that act to be between a husband and wife. Sex with two people, not sex with oneself. So I don't know how one can masturbate selflessly because it's a, it, it seems to be focused on oneself and therefore a selfish act. All the Christian life is meant to be selfless, all of it. So as a follower of Jesus, if I'm married, every aspect of my life, including relationship with my spouse, including sex with my spouse, flows through the grid of, am I choosing to walk in selflessness right now? Am I asking God to empower me to selflessly love and serve my spouse outside of the bedroom, but inside the bedroom as well? See, it's not about me. It's about worshiping Jesus and selflessly serving my spouse. If I'm you know, not married, if I'm single, then part of that selflessness is saying, Jesus, I'm going to abstain from sexual experience and sexual pleasure until the appointed time and the boundary that you've called marriage. What a great requirement of selflessness that, that is necessary there. And only God can empower one to do that. By nature, we are born selfish people, and in our, in our culture, that selfishness is just personified. In Ephesians chapter 5, 
verse 18, another book that Paul wrote, he talks about not getting drunk on wine, but talks about being controlled by the Spirit. What Paul's saying is, I don't want you to be controlled by something like alcohol. What I want is the same way that alcohol can control someone. I want the Holy Spirit to control you. And I don't mean get drunk on the Spirit, but the idea is that I'm not the one in control. But the moment I say yes to Jesus, His Holy Spirit comes to live inside of my life. And when I'm saying, Jesus, I need to selflessly serve my spouse right now. So Holy Spirit, would you empower me? Would I be so controlled by you that when people see me, they see, man, something else is ruling his life. It's not himself. So in the context of marriage, only the Holy Spirit can empower me to walk in faithfulness. Only the Holy Spirit can empower me to walk and love selflessly my spouse inside the bedroom, outside the bedroom. As a single person, only the Holy Spirit can empower me to be faithful to God and God alone and faithful to my future spouse if God so gives me that. Only the Holy Spirit can empower me to selflessly not gratify myself and say, Jesus, I'm going to trust you to gratify, satisfy me. Again, not sexually, but deep fulfillment, like we talked about last podcast, from relational, intimate connection with Jesus. And if you want more just conversation about that specifically, I'd highly encourage you to go back and listen to the last podcast. What you will learn about these podcasts, they're a whole lot less about sex and they're a lot about life. See, if I'm living life as worship, then sex is going to be worship. If, if I'm living life as intimacy with God and intimacy with others, then sex is going to be about intimacy. If I'm living life with faithful devotion to God and faithful devotion to those He's put in my life, then faithful sex is going to be part of it, whether I'm married or not married. Faithful sex is how I stay loyal to my spouse. Faithful sex not married is how I stay loyal to God. If I'm learning what it means to follow Jesus, to let His Spirit empower me, then selflessness is going to be a part of my life as a follower of Jesus and therefore, it's also going to be part of my life regarding sex. Guys, my hope for you as you watch this is my same hope for myself. That I'm going to wake up each day and say, you know what, Jesus? I am not going to live today. I'm going to let you live through me. I'm going to deny myself. I'm going to take up my cross. I'm going to follow you. And Jesus, I want your Holy Spirit to empower me. So what comes out of my life out of my life is worship of you, intimacy with you, faithfulness towards you and others close to me, and selflessness in my relationship with others as I'm pursuing loving you, God, and I'm pursuing loving others. That's what I want for me. Guys, that's what I want for you. All of that comes from deep connection with Jesus, saying, hey, Jesus, will you change my life? Can I have connection with you so your Holy Spirit will empower me to change every aspect of my life, including what I do with sex? Father God, I pray in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, that our pursuit of relationship with our spouse would be modeling faithfulness to them as you're faithful to us. Faithfulness outside the bedroom, that extends into the bedroom. 
God, I pray in Jesus' name that our life, as you modeled selflessness for us, that our life would be about modeling that in all aspects, Jesus, including sex. Would you empower the hearer to connect with you, to experience deep intimacy with you, that what flows out of that is a life of faithfulness to you and others in their life and a life of selflessness as they're loving and serving those you put in their path. God, that's my prayer for me too. Jesus, we are so thankful for your example of selflessness, for your example of how faithful to us that you have been. God, would that be what we demonstrate to others? We say it all in your name. Amen. So thankful that you joined us on the podcast today. May God empower you to walk in faithfulness and to walk in selflessness in your relationship with him and others. Have a great day. (laughs) 